Hi, this is Tony Allen with Signet4713.com Gospel Way Podcast. Today's episode is titled, Stewardship. Now the reading is going to come from the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verses uh, 14 through 30. Alright, so in this message, it's all about what are we doing with the finances or the money that the Father has blessed us with. Now, in this reading, what you have to understand, what the Father is saying to us about money is that he does not want his children to strive for money. He wants the money to strive for us. In other words, you shouldn't be living paycheck to paycheck and working just to, to get income if you do it his way. If you invest the money that he has blessed us with, and watch this now, it doesn't matter how much money you are blessed with. That's irrelevant. And he, he says that in this message. So we're going to get into it, and I'm going to speak on those things that he is saying in his word. All right. Now, as it is written, verse 14, now I'm reading from the New King James Version if you want to follow. Verse 14 as it is written, for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. All right. Now watch this now. His own servants. Who are who are Jesus own servants? That's us, his followers, those of us that has been born again. And made a decision, a choice to follow him and surrender our lives to him. So guess what? Now watch this. When you surrender your life to Jesus, that means you surrender everything that comes with your life. That means your finances, your relationships, everything. It covers all. All right. So who called his own servants and delivered his goods, which means whatever you've been blessed with to them. Now watch this now. Verse 15, and to one, I know we all read this over and over, and it's not new to anybody. I'm quite sure a lot of people have heard about the scripture about the talents. But watch this now. A lot of us has has missed what the Lord is saying directly in this message. Now watch this. And to one, he, he gave five talents, and to one, two, and to another, one. To each according to his own ability. Let's stop right there. Now, you can read this in a lot of directions, but what he's actually talking about is finances. And what he's saying here, and to one according to, well, to each according to his own ability, that means whatever you've been blessed with uh, talent-wise. In other words, I'm not a doctor, all right? And a doctor may make more income than I'm making or a teacher or whatever, whatever your profession is, whatever you're doing. And it doesn't have to be uh, a profession in regards to uh, the ones that we consider professional, right? Because you can be a professional cook. You can be a professional uh, waste collector. It doesn't matter. In God's eyes, he sees it all the same. He doesn't, that's why he says to one five, one to two, and one and to another one. What he's saying is it doesn't matter what your salary is, all right? Because 
all of our salaries aren't going to be the same. All right. So whatever you're doing or whatever you have chose to do as a profession, do it as unto the Lord. All right. Because that's what he blesses when you working for him and not looking at your your job, per se, your title as your uh, owner or the one at that's blessing you. All things come from above. All your promotions are granted through Jesus. OK, because Jesus put people in these positions to bless us accordingly, right, to our ability. All right, now watch this. To each according to his own ability, meaning, let's go back to script. Five talents to one, two, and to another one. And he's talking about your salary. All right, now watch this now. Because your salary may be a lot less than a doctor's does not exempt you from this. All right, because it doesn't matter, and I'm going to get deeper into it as we go along. It doesn't it doesn't exempt you from this because the way Jesus sees it, He sees us all the same. Period. Doesn't matter. Just because you don't have the skill set to be a doctor, or if you didn't have that passion, He didn't give you that passion for that, doesn't exempt you for this. Because guess what? If we all were were doctors, who would do the engineering? Or if we all were engineers. Who would collect the trash? And if we all were collecting the trash, <laughs> what we'll have as a society. So that really, it's not about your profession. It's about income. All right, now watch this. According to his own ability, meaning whatever you're doing uh, as a skill set. Now watch this and being blessed with that as far as finances. And immediately he went on a journey. Now, this is Jesus. He said, all right, I'm blessing you to do this. I'm blessing you to do that. And I'm blessing you to do this. All right. To the three. All right. So each of them doing something different. All right. They're doing, they have, a, they all have a different skill set to earn finances. Now watch this. And immediately he went on a journey. Verse 16. Then he who had received five talents went and traded. Stop there for a second. What are you doing with the finances that you've been blessed with? Watch this. A regular savings account or checking will not give you maybe but a fraction of a fraction percent of interest, which means in a year's time, if you have a hundred bucks in that account, you may see a hundred dollars and one cent. That's not what he's talking about here. That's just the same or equates to taking your money and putting it under the mattress, right? Or in this, in this, uh, in his words, according to the one that had one talent, went and dug a hole in the ground and put the Lord's money there. Now watch this. So he's not talking so much about putting your money in a savings account that's not going to draw any interest. He wants your money to grow and work for you instead of you working for the money at some point. Now watch this. That's how you that's how you build generational wealth. That's how you can say I'm the good man he's talking about that's going to leave an inheritance for my kids kid. All right. So that's what this is all about, because when you put the money in a, a financial institution, that's going to give you six percent or 10 percent on that money. That's money that it's that is equating or growing. Now, watch this. When I say growing, meaning. It's going to compound. Now, a lot of the Roth IRAs are traditional 
I'm not a financial expert, but I know enough to know that what Jesus is talking about here is talking about investing his money and letting the money work for you instead of you working for the money. He don't want us to be a slave to anything. All right. We should be slaves to the Lord Jesus in a good way, doing his works, speaking on his words and not worrying about our next paycheck and where is the next uh, meal is going to come from. That is not how he wants us to live, period. All right. He wants us to allow that money, trust in what he says. All right. And do exactly what he Because see at the end of the day. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping around. But at the end of the day. He has everything that we need in his words. And when you say, well, I don't know how to invest. I don't. That's not the point. When you lean in towards him and seeking his guidance, he's going to show you the things that you need to know when it comes to finances. All right. Now, watch this. Fidelity is a good company to start an IRA and they allow you to trade stocks there. You can be your own broker. And if you don't feel comfortable, you can hire someone to do it. But my point is, you can't say, well, I can't afford to do that. That is not the, the case in this day and age. All right. In this generation, nobody should be broke if you do it the Lord's way. All right. Now, when I say do it the Lord's way, also, that means honor him. He doesn't need your money, but honor him and whatever he's blessed you with right off the back. When you get that money that you've earned. You give 10% away to the church. No matter, I'm not saying, I'm not going to tell you where to give it, but give it, let it release from your hand and he will bless it. All right. He will, he will multiply whatever you give. All right. Now watch this, but back on script. Then he who had received five talents went and traded. So that's key that you get what he's saying here. You got to trade. All right. A lot of people overlooked that word, went and traded. He didn't say just let it sit and grow interest. You got to actually trade, buy stocks, buy mutual bonds, funds, whatever it may be. Trade, take the money and, and, and in faith, go to him and ask, where do you want me to invest in? What stock, whatever it may be. And he will show you. Just, just trust me. He will do this. If he put this in, the, in his, in his words, he wants you to trade the money. That's what he's talking about. Now watch this. Five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. Now stop for a second. If you just put the money in an account, a savings account, that's not going to draw any interest. You're not going to double your money. You're not going to do that. It's, I mean, it would take. You, you won't put it, put it this way. You won't live to see the double money in that account. If you just put it in a savings account in the, in a normal regular savings account, you won't see it or checking. You're not going to see it. You have to go into a brokering account and trade the money that he's giving. Now, a lot of us are fearful of that because we did, we don't have the know-how, but that's, that goes back to trusting in him, seeking his guidance. And he will show you exactly which stocks to buy and how much to invest in. And let it sit and let it do its work. All right. That's why your money, your money starts working for you and you're not working for the money. All right. Now watch this. Verse 17. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more. So that goes back to what I said before. It does not um, does not matter what income bracket you're looking at, look uh, or at, of course, how much you're receiving 
annually or whatever, that's irrelevant. He's not, he's not looking at that. He's not sizing you up about you should be making as much as the person is making five, has five talents. No. He, whatever you've been blessed with, he wants you to invest whatever you have. It does not matter how much. That's what you have to get to understand. And like I said before, a lot of these brokerage accounts allow you to open them for free and trade for free. So there's no excuses today. All right. So let's go to verse 18. But he who had received one went and dug a hole in the ground and hid the Lord's money. Why did he say money? Because this is what he's talking about. It's all about what are you doing with what the with the money that you've been blessed with. Are you trusting that you don't want to lose your money? You don't have the faith to invest. You want to keep it safe and hide it by just leaving it in a safe in a savings account and doing nothing with what that money he's been blessed you with because Jesus is not uh, he does not want any of us to be worrying about money. So if you invest in it in a stock or some bonds or whatever it may be, it's going to it's going to grow eventually over time. This is why he says he went away for a long period and left him left them their goods. All right. So this is not a get rich uh, scheme where overnight. You're going to, you know, just be a multimillionaire. Now, granted, if a stock does that, all great, all gravy. All right. So that's not what it's about. But if it happens, fine, it can happen. I'm not saying it can't. Lord willing, that's if he wants that for you, he can bless you like that. But he's saying, have faith in what I'm saying. Trade the money in some stocks or bonds and let the money grow. All right, because like I said, if you do it the way you're doing it now, and if you're living from paycheck to paycheck, look at what you're doing with what you've been blessed with. All right, so you cannot just let the money sit in an account that's not going to do anything but sit in an account. All right, so you got to take that money and invest it. All right, so watch this. After a long time, the Lord, watch this now. Now we're talking about his money. The Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. Now watch this now. Let's get back. Back to 18. Verse 18. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid the Lord's money. Stop there for a second. When you think the money that you have in your account belongs to you, you're sadly mistaken. At the end of the day, we came in this world by ourselves and we're going to leave by ourselves. What we're going to have is what we've done with the life that we've been given and what we've been blessed with. This is what he's going to ask us. What did we do with what we've been blessed with? All right. So just understand that this whole message is all about trading. It's all about trading what you have. It, it means don't be fearful in trading into stocks and worrying about, well, I ain't trying to lose my money. Hey, well, guess what? You're losing if you don't do anything. All right. So it's best just to listen to what he's saying here in his words. Trade the money that you've been given. This is what the father wants. He doesn't want us worrying about money. He doesn't want us worrying, living from paycheck to paycheck. Because if you don't do anything with the money, you're going to keep living paycheck to paycheck. 
All right. So if you're looking in the sky for the pie to fall down, it ain't going to happen that way. It takes faith. All right. God's going to bless your faith. So when you do it his way, he's going to back up what he say. All right. So you just got to trust in what the word says. All right. So look, listen. Verse 19. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. Now watch this. Verse 20. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents. Now, guess what? When the one that had five talents, he was like, oh, wow, I can't wait to show what I've done, how faithful I've been and how thankful I've been with the, the money that the Lord has trusted me with. All right, now watch this. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents saying, Lord, you delivered me five talents. Look. I've gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things, meaning the way the Lord sees money is very minor. Don't trust in that. Trust in me. Trust in what I'm telling you to do, right? You were faithful over a few things. You believed in me and what I said I can do over a few. I will make you ruler. Over many things. Ruler, that means you're, you're, you're going to have dominion over a nation or whatever it is. If you can do the, 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 the little things with money, the Lord is saying, I can trust you in, in, in overseeing a lot of other greater things. All right. So it all starts with your faith and your trust and what you are trusting in. Are you trusting in your money? Or are you trusting in what the Lord says do with the money? All right, now watch this. Verse 21. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Verse 22. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. Now watch this now. What that says is he did the same thing the one that had five did. He went and traded. For him to gain that much, he went and traded. He didn't let it sit. He did something with what he was given, no matter how much it was. Remember now, one had five. The other had two. They both did the same things. Now watch what the Lord says about the one that did with two. What, what he said about it. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. Stop right there. My point, it does not matter how much money you've been blessed with. What he's looking at is, are you trusting in that little bit? Not wanting to lose that little bit. Want to hold on to that little bit. Guess what? That's all you're going to have. A little bit. All right. So you got to. Distrust in the Lord and read his words and what he says about this, about finances. This is all about financial wealth over a period. Generational wealth, how you build it. This is the way you do it. You trade it. You don't let it sit. You trade the money. You get into stocks. You get into bonds, whatever it is. You let the Lord guide you. He will show you. He is faithful to his words. He will show you. If you're new to it, he will show you. There's no excuses because he's not giving any. All right. So he's saying, whatever I have given you, as far as your finances is concerned, don't size yourself, yourself up to your neighbor. Well, my neighbor has 500,000. I'm only making 50. That, that's irrelevant. 
it's irrelevant because guess what? If the one that has $500,000 is not doing what the Lord says, do with the money, he can lose it just that fast. But the one with 50000 if he does what the Lord says to do with the money, he can gain that same amount and more. So it's not about what you have is what you do with what you have. That's what this message is all about. Being faithful over the small things. Now watch this. Verse 21. And his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered me two talents. You gave you blessed me with two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Now, he said the same thing to the one that only had two talents as to the one who had five. There's no difference in what the point is. God is not looking at how much you have. He's looking at what you're doing with what you have. All right. Now watch this. Then he who had received one talent, all right, came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man. Okay, watch. He's he, right off the back. He's just going, he, he's saying all the wrong things, first of all, all right, because our Lord is not a hard man. He says, my, 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 my burden is easy and my yoke is light. Oh, my yoke is light. My burden is e easy. All right, so right off the back, he's just saying the wrong things about, about Jesus. That's, that's not who Jesus is. Now, watch this. I knew you to be a hard man reaping what you have not sown. In other words, you didn't work. You're not going to work for this money. So why should I reaping what you have not sown? So he's being smart, Ellie. All right. So the Lord is playing. He ain't playing that. Now he's listening now and gathering what you have not scattered seed. So in other words, you gave me this a little bit, right? And you want me to go hustle for, come on. So, so he had the wrong attitude. All right. Not only that, he, he didn't have the faith to believe that. He can invest and make more money with whatever he was given. His faith is about a faith and a trust issue. And in this case, this guy, whoever it was, they were lazy. All right, period. They just ain't want to do nothing. All right, so nothing from nothing leaves nothing. You got to have something if you want something. All right, so watch this. Verse 25. And I was afraid, fearful. So what is afraid of? Afraid of the money? Afraid of the Lord? Uh, coming back and, and being harsh to him, that, that's not the Lord's way. So he's making excuses, right? I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. All right, so back to what I was saying. That equates to us taking whatever finance you have and sticking it under the mattress, all right, because you want to play it safe, all right? But guess what? That same money that you have under the mattress and guaranteed to be there the next day, Somebody can take it away and what you got. All right. You're not doing anything. You just you're at ground zero. You're starting over and you had a loss. All right. So you got to invest the money. Bottom line. This is all about being faithful with and, and stewarding the Lord's money the way he wants us to do it. All right. And having faith in him. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. Here you go. Take your money back. Here's your little dollar, whatever it may be, your $10, whatever it may have been. 
So Jesus was like, okay. So you decided you didn't want to do anything with what I bless you with. Okay, so here we go. Verse 26. But his Lord answered and said to him, you wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Stop there for a second. You don't want to serve the Lord, first of all, because when he's talking about, you know, I have not reaped where I've sown. You're not, and let's, we can take this a lot of different directions. And a lot of times he could be talking about, hey, you're not even spreading the gospel. All right. I, I, I put you here for this purpose. You have a purpose in the plan, you know, tell the world about me. All right. So you don't want to, you just want to keep, okay, let's, let's get back to script. You wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. You ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. Now, guess what? Like I said in the beginning of this message, he's not talking about your basic savings account because that ain't going to draw you nothing. Like I said, if you put $100 in the bank, just try me. Test it for yourself. Put put $100 in a savings account in a year's time. Sam, what's that savings account going to say? You'd be lucky if it says 101. <laughs> so he's not talking about that. He's talking about uh, brokerage, investing in those uh, uh, of financial institutions that's going to bring you back at least 6% or 10 in, uh, in stocks that can grow uh, over a period of time. Trading. The money that you have. Now watch this. So you ought to have deposited my money with bankers. At my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has 10 talents. Watch this now. Why did he say it that way? Because he's saying it didn't matter what you had or what I've given you. It matters what you do with what you have. In faith. Go to the Lord. Put his word out there. Talk about what he says in his word. He says, Lord, this is what you say about uh, what you want me to do with the money that you've given me. Show me how to invest. Direct my path. And, and the Lord will. He will show you. He will direct your path. He will tell you where to invest and what to do. But to do nothing, not even to seek him. So there's not no excuses at the end of the day. We don't have any excuses. And if you're broke, it's because you're not doing it his way. You're afraid to invest. You're afraid to, to let that money leave your hands and let the, the, the financial institutions grow that money so you will have generational wealth. Like I said, you, you can put the, your money in an IRA that's going to com compound over a period of time and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. How do you think general general? Uh, uh, generational, excuse me, wealth is done. It's by leaving it in those accounts over years. It just keeps growing. So whatever you leave behind as an inheritance, your son will get or your daughter will get. And if they use that same principle, their kid's going to get. So that's why he says a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. This is what he's talking about. All right, but you got to do it his way. You can't be, a, can't be fearful to trade the money. Trading is what it's all about. Watch this now. I'm going to go right to the back. Then he who had received five talents went and traded. Traded. Keyword. Traded. 
not just bank it and leave it and forget it and not do anything with it. That's going to give you no percent of an interest. All right. That's not going to grow your money. So he's not talking about that. He's talking about trading, trade that money. All right. Invest it in stocks, mutual funds, bonds, whatever it may be. That's going to double your money or triple your money or whatever it may be. Cause there's, there's stocks out there right now that you can buy and you're like, well, I can't afford it. I don't have enough money. You got to be rich. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't have to be rich. You just have to have the knowledge of how to do things. All right. Because there's stocks out there for pennies. There's penny stocks. You can buy stocks for 30 cents, some less than that. All right. And, and some of them, if you, if you do your homework and seek his knowledge, he will show you which ones to do and he can bless that. All right. Now watch this. Now, when you are tithing, when you are tithing, given 10%, he will bless whatever you put your hands on. All right. He will, he will establish that. Right. So if you, if you're tithing first, if you're tithing like he says and giving him the first 10%, whatever you invest your money in, it will grow because he's going to supernaturally do it. He's going to back up his words. All right. So do it his way and watch what happens. If you're broke, you, you want to change, you got to do it the Lord's way. You got to trust in what he's saying. All right. So. Let's go back to verse, verse 27. So you ought to have to deposit my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has 10 talents. Now watch this. To everyone who has, more will be given and he will have an abundance. But he, but from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast that unprofitable, unprofitable, unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That's how he ends it. So you can't be fearful with money. Money is just a tool. Your source is Jesus. Your source is our father, God. All right. You look upon them to provide your needs. All right. As he says in Philippians 419 and my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Not not your little dollar bills, his riches, you know, his riches is, is infinite. All right. So that little money that you make it, if you trust in that, you know, you, you're going to be in darkness all the time. You got to release that. And look to the Lord as your provider. All right. And that goes for everybody. And like, like I had to learn this for my own self. I was one of the people that, you know, thought, hey, I'm keeping every dollar for myself. You got to let that go. You got to let that mindset go. You know, that that mindset will keep you broke. You got to start trading that money. You got to start investing your money. You got to do what the Lord says about money and finances. Don't trust in the finances. Allow him to bless your finances. And when you do it his way, he will bless it. Doesn't matter how much income bracket you are in. That's irrelevant. That's why he broke it down the way he did. Five, two, and one. It doesn't matter. In his eyes, you must do something with what you, what you have been blessed with. That means trade whatever you have, invest it in stocks, whatever it may be, and allow the Lord to bless it. All right? And watch what happens. You just got to trust the Lord when it comes to finances. Do it his way and you will be blessed. 
them days of paycheck to paycheck will be over when you do it his way. Amen. And God bless.